show. Today, Natalia has been very adamant to talk about this insane dream that she's had. Oh yeah, this is really, so I had this dream two nights ago and I woke up, I don't know if anyone else could get this, but I woke up genuinely believing it was real. Yeah. I full on believe this happens. So it happens, it happens. It's actually really stupid. Okay, it's fine. Basically, in my dream, um, it was XCX. Well, I thought it was half term for some reason, which added stress to the storyline, and you'll see why. Mm-hmm. Basically, I'm in school, and Prince Harry and Meghan Markle come and pick me up from school in a removal van. You know, like a, when you move house, a furniture yeah. removal yeah, van. Yeah. So they pick me up from school. It's so weird. And Meghan Markle can speak French. Yeah. They were just speaking French the whole car ride. My brother's in the car. So you're in the car in a no in a removal ma- van. Meghan Markle, but Prince Harry, your brother speaking French. Yeah, no, just Meghan and I speaking French. Okay, because bear in mind like, Natalia's brother is in Dubai. Yeah, but anyway, he goes here apparently. Anyway, and we're driving, 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 and it's the scenery because I get really vivid dreams. The scenery's like when you're driving up a mountain in the Alps. That was. A, a lot of big scenery in my childhood but prince harry is afraid of heights so <laughs> and it's a it's a wavy road you know a wavy road so the ones that give you butterflies when you yeah, dip down the road so every time we get to the top of the road it's you know trying to yeah. calm themselves down there's something playing on the radio i don't know what it is but it, it was really clear and you know making everyone and i was like don't worry darling it's okay let's drive to the bottom of the road just me start speaking french Okay. Randomly we're in a town not not Winchester but kind of a similar between Winchester and Hazelmere. Two places where I also grew up. And I get out the van, I just jump out. Yeah. Fully jump out of a moving van. Oh moving van. You yeah. just But it's weird. And Tuscan jumps out. So I think we're in London because it turns out I'm trying to get to you. Because it's half time, I'm trying to stay with you. And and then I really quickly realise I'm not in London. I'm in Winchester Hazelmere, a mixed match <laughs> between the two. <laughs> and I turn to my brother, who's also jumped out. I go, oh, Tuscan, um, where are we? What have we done? I am nowhere to stay. I'm going to sleep here on the road and I'm going to be homeless because it's actually half term. It's not X yet, so I'm going to be homeless the whole time. <laughs> Tuscan goes, oh, it's fine. I'm just going to stay with my friend Rory, a friend he has in Hazelmere. This is true. He has a friend called Rory in Hazelmere. So he's like, oh, I'm just going to, I plan to stay with him for X yet. What are you talking about? nowhere to stay i'm not in london but it's also you think it's half term he's like it's X yeah yeah and i'm what is happening anyway, harry and megan drive around again and pick me up and go oh did you pick up what you needed and then i get back in the van and i've got a mini bag i've got a backpack on my back and i'm like yeah i've got all my clothes what is going on <laughs> See, normally i can control my dreams but this genuinely felt so real so we're driving 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 next thing i know we're driving past Buckingham Palace, and Harry goes, "Oh, that's my home." You know, Harry. And I was like, "Yeah, I know, Prince Harry." <laughs> uh, and they drive me to Lola's house, <sighs> and Lola gets out. She's like, "Oh, hi guys, hi Harry, how am I going?" Oh, as completely if, unfazed. Yeah, uh, as if they're my aunt and uncle. Okay. And I go, "Oh, bye guys," and they go, "Oh, we'll pick you up on Sunday, drive you back down." And I woke up fully believing I was in London. Yeah, and tomorrow Harry and Meghan are gonna pick me up. <laughs> <laughs> Fully convinced, but I always have these. I always have these 
vivid dreams and I wake up believing they've happened. Thing is, I get vivid dreams as well, but they I only get vivid dreams when I've watched something that's like really impacted me. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. But like it will only be say if I've watched a true crime documentary, I will have a dream that has got something to do with that documentary. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I get those. Um and then sometimes they're quite disturbing, but other times they're just insane. Like I'm running I'm I'm like bond. It's weird. <laughs> and in my dreams when I run, this is actually always a thing. When I run, I don't run, I like glide or like I Yeah, ninja me too, run. me too, me like, too. I feel like a ninja. It's mm-hmm. very, very strange. But do you have a savior complex in your dreams? I don't know. I have a savior I... complex in real life. Yeah, me <laughs> Okay. <laughs> but um <laughs> Because I have, when I watched a lot of True Crime, I haven't had the time recently. Oh, I haven't found anything good, actually, either. I've been, like, all watching it all. Um, I have dreams of someone's broken into our house. and I. But in my dreams, no, life. but in my dreams, I only say my brother. I go, my parents are old enough. My dad will handle it. It's just my brother. I save my brother in every single dream. I've got escape plans for anything that could happen in my house. <laughs> and I wake up. And so I had a dream. Um, last week that I was kidnapped and you, do you ever fall asleep in a dream and wake up in a dream no I do sleep very heavily so I don't actually dream that much oh okay I sad. have a whole storyline I have a whole life in the span <laughs> of an hour and so I had a whole dream and I was falling asleep and waking up that I was kidnapped and I escaped and um you know, I escaped and then I had to save the other person that was kidnapped. And it's reoccurring. I had it last night as well. It was one of those things. But I woke up genuinely believing that something that something that had happened to me. Yeah. Like, oh, a year ago, you know, I was kidnapped. I, I just, I sometimes wake up and I just fully believe these things happened to me. And it's really, really, really weird. But um, it's quite cool as well. So enjoy the last time by the script. It's so hard to look me in the eye Playing with that cross that's on your chain I know you only ever bite your lip What is something you're afraid to say? Is this the last time that I lay my eyes upon you? Is this the last time that I ever watch you leave? This is the last thing I would ever have done to you This is the last thing that I thought you'd do to me Do you leave? This is the last thing I would ever have done to you. Yeah. This- 
script i mean they were such a good part of my childhood but i i only think i remember a few songs that they sang you know i like hall of fame i was literally just gonna say i don't remember listening to any of the script or break even break even yeah yeah that's not gonna happen superheroes oh it's all of those songs yeah frankly yeah, which I love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, she I says. <laughs> Coerce. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> and, uh, on the topic of dreams, it is also 7.44 to all of you ha- having somewhere to be, be on time. But I have lucid dreams. I, m- I'm a director of my dreams. I can hit pause. I can rewind. I can go, actually, I don't you like that. You just bashed your elbows okay, so fine. hard against the table. <laughs> um, but I can literally go, Actually, I don't know. Like that. Rewind. Let's go back. Yeah. Let's start again. Scene cut action. Yeah. I have lucid dreams as well, but they're not as like, you know, rewind like I'm directing something. It's more like, okay, this is the outcome. And from this outcome, I'm going to have to, like, what can I do now? Yeah. It's more like problem solving than it is like rewinding. So like, I don't have too much option. But I do give myself some options. So sometimes, um, once it's very strange option. So once I was stuck in this situation and I had no idea what to what to do, so I did what I did best and I just shot up into space like a rocket. Oh my goodness! I was just up in space, flying through clouds, and then when the situation died down, I was back in my bed. What? So like I chose to run away and yeah. go up into space. Wow. So my lucid dreams are kind of like that. But also, I do have lots of... um, I feel like I'm falling a lot in my dreams, which is also really weird. I have lots of sensations. What do you mean? Sensations as in, like, you... Ooh. Oh, we've, we've got, got a cooler. Ready. We'll oh do it. Ready. Fire radio. Hello. 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 Hello.
Hello. Hi. Hi, Poppy. Good morning. How it's are Poppy. you? Good morning. Yeah. Are you listening Hello. this morning, Poppy? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, what are they talking about? They're talking about dreams. Yeah. Do you have a dream recently? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, what did you dream about? I dreamed about... Um... Oh, Horses and riding, Yeah. not it? Yeah. That's amazing. What do you think it means? Do you think it I, means I dreamt love? About, I dreamt about going um, to the Olympics um, on a horse called Shadow. Oh, my goodness. How's your riding going, Poppy? Good. Well, I can't wait to see you at the Olympics soon riding a horse. Lola will be there to watch as I well. I will be there. I'll be your groom. <laughs> Did you win the Olympics? Did you get a gold medal? Um, no, I came first. Fifth? Yeah. Oh, well, we'll have to go, go to the Olympics again then, won't we? We'll have to try again. We're loving your show this morning. Thank you. Thank and you. good luck with your riding dreams. Okay, bye. Cheerio, bye. bye. Oh, I remember when I was younger, when I started riding, all I could think about was horses. I mean, when I, you I were don't younger. ride. Yeah, I rode for about I, a I'm year 18, and a half. <laughs> and I'm like, where's my horse? What's my horse doing? <laughs> <laughs> where's my horse? I want to share a carrot with my horse. I actually did that once. Oh. oh my God. So, um, as like a, you know, riding gal, not hygiene, I wouldn't say, but like, what's hygiene? <laughs> to be honest, that's true. Um, and so one day, this was when I was still living in India, and um, one day there was this really long carrot that I bought to the stables. So I feel like you can see where this is going. Yeah, I put one end in my mouth, put the other end in my horse's mouth, and we oh. ate the carrot. Oh. That's how obsessed I was. Oh, okay. Well, it doesn't sound like a joyride to me. No. Wow, talking about joyride. You are not funny. It's a next song being played. It's getting close to sundown.
Probably the best school radio station in the world. This is Bry Radio, proudly sponsored by the BPA.
So on TikTok at the moment, I <laughs> it's so funny. I'm laughing thinking about it. On TikTok at the moment, there's this trend <laughs> going around, and it's actually my favorite trend at the moment. So basically, there's this filter that puts on kind of a beard on <laughs> your face, yeah. and it makes you look. But it's not a beard, like it's slightly hippie. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's slightly. Got, uh, it's full on kind it's of this hippie, hippie got, like, drink a out of a piercing. Mm. And you have long hair and you have a beard. Uh, I don't know if it's necessarily long hair, but there is something about it. I can't really describe it. Oh, it makes your eyebrows more feminine. bushy. It uh, is very strange. It makes feminine, your though. eyes blue. Yeah, it does make your eyes blue. It's... Me with blue eyes is very creepy. Can I just Yeah, it, it looks like one of its Anyway, <laughs> that's another point. So now women on... T- so obviously there are men who um have a voice and decide to use that voice to have podcasts and they end up being women bashing podcasts yeah and so now women with this filter have taken upon themselves to kind of do a skit about it and um joke about it so uh <laughs> it's so funny <laughs> they go oh you know women taking the mic out of a man's podcast we're like you know them females, and this is their favorite term. Females, females. They love to. They go they as a high to... value man, yeah. as a high value man and alpha man. What is a woman bringing to the table? And I mean, you you're thinking, oh, this is a joke. This is a joke. Yeah. No, these men. These podcasts are not a joke. Some of them are. Ju- you can't even. You can't imagine that someone just doesn't have the brain cells to. Thing. You can't imagine someone trying to articulate themselves like that by calling women females. Yeah. And they go, oh, but, uh, you know, I respect my mom. My, but, oh, my favourite one as well. When I was growing up, my mom was a single mom, And she worked seven jobs. She came home, she cooked, she cleaned yeah. the house, she picked up the kids. Yeah. And what are women doing now? Why can't we find women like this anymore? Like, what? Yeah. Why? So you want your wife? And some of them make them sound like children. They sound yeah, like children. They do. They go, oh, I want my wife to feed me. They don't want a wife, they want a I mother. Want my wife to clean the house, tuck me into bed at night, kiss me on the cheek. It's like, broski. And then another one I saw of a man on a podcast, he goes, I think I should be able to go up to my partner and go, hey, that chick was pretty cute. But don't be insecure about it. I'm just telling you she's pretty cute. But, you know. He said that. And the, the oh female pod- really frustrates the female podcast goes, oh, okay, so you okay with your partner coming up to you and going, oh, he was kind of cute, and he immediately goes, no. <laughs> I just... <laughs> and they're all American. They are all in American accents, and yeah. the thing is, it does happen here in the UK as well. Oh, 100% but the happens thing is, here. It's not like an American UK thing, it's a universal yeah. patriarchy thing. Speaking of that, the thing is, this conversation gets me so riled up because, so currently in History of Art, we are doing a thematic topic about the nude. And we focus a lot on the female nude. And we talk a lot about how, you know, women are depicted as passive and men are depicted as active. Women are nature, men are culture. And um, it's just... It is so infuriating to me that from as early as 
the first female nude in Western art, which was 340 BC, of a sculpture of Aphrodite of Nidos, up to now, it has just been women trying to fight for their place on this, on this world. Mm-hmm. Fight for equal rights in this world and be something other than childbearing. The male gaze, yeah. Other than childbearing, other than a mother, mm-hmm. other than an object. Yeah, having an identity. Wow, crazy concept. But I think also, it because it annoys so many women, I mean, these podcast things, they stop kind of commenting just you know we're giving them them power and now that's why there's this trend going around it's just this kind of ongoing joke within women yeah because you would love to think is they're being you know dramatized amplified you know they're making it seem worse than it is but it's generally not and they'll get clips from actual podcasts to compare as a high value male Whoa! Who gave you that high value? Yeah, it certainly wasn't me. As an alpha male, and I'm like, alpha. What are you? What are we? Werewolf? Yeah. Is this Twilight? Yeah, literally. Jacob, Jacob where, where, the, where have you been, Loka? Yeah. Like, <laughs> what? You know, you name my daughter after the Loch Ness monster, yeah. Nessa. It's just the fact that you remember <laughs> this quote because I watched it for the first time um, last summer. Last summer. Mm. I had never watched it, and I felt like I was missing out on quite a lot. Oh, wow. And then I realised I... why Robert Pattinson hated himself so much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, that is so <laughs> true. It is in sunlight and just sparkles. It is quite a painful movie to get through, but not a movie you can go without having watched. Yeah, but I also love how it came about, because it was... <laughs> it was made by this online forum of authors. And it was actually... A werewolf vampire fan fiction of Fifty Shades. That's how it originated. And Stephanie Meyer, that's the author of the book. Yeah, just wrote it online. She just wrote a bunch of chapters and people actually really liked it. Can you, yeah, you learn something new every day. Mm. But I swear Fifty Shades was also like written online. Probably. I feel like that generation, there was a lot of online writing and online blogging when the internet was kind of first yeah coming about i'm pretty sure 50 shades was written online but we'll play turn your lights down low stop it <laughs> and we will look up this fact and get back to you tweet tweet chat with us on twitter Turn your lights down low And pull your window curtains Oh, let your moon come shining in Into our life again Never on time. 
get it a bit wrong yeah i knew i was right basically what's happened is so twilight was written online it was a fan fiction written on it was fan written but it was it wasn't fan fiction but it was written on fanfiction.net yeah so it was written on fanfiction.net by snow queen something or the other yeah snow queen pandas snow queen yeah Fox. and so the person who wrote twilight had read no the person who wrote 50 shades had read Twilight and decided that Fifty Shades is actually a spin-off of, of Twilight. Edward. And um, Bella. Yeah. But just a more... And this article on the homepage version. says that Fifty Shades, Christine Grey's mysterious jaw-droppingly handsome CEO and Twilight Edward Cullen is a mysterious jaw-droppingly handsome vampire. Debatable, but okay. <laughs> In both stories, a heroine is understood as pretty but not beautiful intimidated by the man's wealth and good looks both bella and anna are clumsy and routinely question what their male counterpart sees in them so basically they have no Mm self-worth insecure insecure Um, but these were written by women and i think there was that that style of writing was was really common that trope yeah Yeah. of the rich guy and the the ordinary girl Ordinary. I'm just ordinary. That's girl. enough <laughs> for the morning. Yes. But um, are there any books you want to read? So, yesterday's yesterday it is Wednesday today. Day before yesterday's Brian desks we had Esme with us, and I really want to read A Little Lies. Okay, what's it um, about? That was apparently her book that she would take on the desert island with her. Um, I really want to read it. But I've been told that it's really sad. Mm. And yesterday I watched The Dog's Purpose. And I sobbed so much. This like is why I haven't watched it. No, I don't think you understand. Like, no, I, I sobbed like I lost my mother. Sobbed. Yeah, I was sobbing okay. so much I couldn't breathe. Like my whole body was like Oh changing. my days. Well, I, this is why I haven't watched it. I just, I couldn't. But it was a happy ending. But I just was... I lost it. Yeah. Like I lost it. I couldn't. I couldn't speak. 
Yeah. I was just like, God knows what came over me. So I was just thinking that maybe sad things aren't for me. Um, thank you. Um, but I would think it's the other book I do want to read is I know this sounds really boring, but Story of Art by E. H. Gombrich. I am in around page one hundred and eight. There's quite a few pages to get through. Mm. I also want to read. I do have quite a big list. I also want to read. Uh, oh, sugar! I forgot what. Oh, oh, um, no, lost it. Oh, okay. Don't Thing remember is... what's called. But I have been listening to audiobooks, which is okay. very fun, and I highly recommend listening to audiobooks. I listen. So to... you want to read um Esme's book that she recommended? Yeah. With Spencer's book, Twelve Rules of Life. I've read up to chapter eight, and I don't. I think it's a good book for the first three chapters, and then it just becomes this jesus worship christianity delve into christianity which i find interesting but i didn't think it had a place in the book and there were hints of it in the first few chapters and then by chapter eight i just couldn't it's in my bookshelf in house (laughs) christianity depth of hell learn this rule of life it's like okay buddy (laughs) wow when did i step into church but i'm right now i'm reading the feminine mystique by betty friedman it is uh it's one of those you know smart books that you can only read a chapter at a time because if not it fries your brain so it was kind of this um it was revolutionary of the time because it talks about the female housewives in the 1970s mm-hmm. and kind of how women were expected to stay at home why women didn't go into education yeah and even though it wasn't due to law and legislation the social norms of the time yeah. and how women were supposed to be housewives but wanted more and they couldn't figure out what more they wanted and why they weren't happy. Yeah. So she releases in the 20th century. Yeah. Late, mid, I can't really remember. And it was seen as this revolutionary book yeah. that sold out because housewives are reading this. Oh my God, yes, yes. And so I just finished reading the chapter on Freud yeah. and his... Um, Sigmund Freud. Sigmund Freud. Yeah. And his belief on woman. Yeah. It makes me sick. Yeah. It makes me feel a bit uncomfortable. This man, I... Some of it I get where he's going with it, but I just I think he's blaming women for the problem that it's that aren't their fault. Yeah. Um, but it's what it makes you kind of understand quite a lot yeah. about the way things work and you know, it talks about how women in corporate jobs felt like they couldn't they were made to choose between having a job and having a family. Yeah. And they were undesirable if they had a job. And I think there's still some after effects of that that I we think see. there definitely is because like you never well, I have never been exposed to, um, say, if one of your parents has an office job and your parents will always, your mother will always come home to the kids, or at least that's the, um, stereotype. The stereotype. Yeah. And a, fa- a father usually isn't. Yeah, questioned the, for yeah. staying at the office late mm-hmm. and not going home to the kids because it's presumed that the wife is yeah or if a man's out having drinks yeah. and he goes oh your wife's at home lovely but if a woman's out it's oh is your hu- husband babysitting the kids it's like no hey, pasa. Um, but another book I want to read this is my second one yeah is this changes everything capitalism versus climate Ooh. so I've got a on my bookshelf, and it's written by Naomi Klein. I've got I maybe have heard about this book. eight books that I got from the library, 
And once I finish, I mean, I just haven't had time, but once I finish my exams, May 20th, mm-hmm. I want to just read all these books. Because if it's a fiction book, I can read it in the night. Honestly, I get so hooked, I can't put it down. Yeah. I read it in the night, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. This um, feminine mystique I've had since before summer. Yeah. Because I just have to take breaks. It's so... Honestly, I'm so, you should feel pressure to, you know, finish books. I say when I read Sapiens, mm. um, I read it quite a long time ago, actually. Like, maybe two years ago, years ago three yeah. years ago. And uh, when I read it, it was, it's just so well written and I really enjoyed reading it. But I don't feel pressured to, if I, I don't feel pressured to finish a book. Oh, so okay. I read Sapiens and I, I got what I wanted out of it. Mm. And once I got past the agricultural section, I wasn't interested anymore because yeah. that was more modern history and I had learned all the, really old like prehistoric history that i wanted to learn through that book i didn't feel pressure to finish it i was like right next book uh i'm one of those pe- i have to finish books i don't feel i don't like wasting my time yeah. reading something that i don't want to read i'd yeah. rather use that time reading something that i do want to read yeah i mean 12 Walks of life is one of the first it's the first book in any book so far that i've not finished yeah. i stopped at chapter eight and you know that's okay so make sure on the Instagram to let us know any book recommendations, any books you're reading at the moment and what you think of them. And enjoy your week. It is 8.13 in the morning. <laughs>